We're talking amateur mixed martial arts development in Nigeria. Our guest is the president of the Nigerian Mixed Martial Arts Federation, Ambassador Henry George. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to be here. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm glad you could join us. I'm looking forward to speaking to you about uh, MMA, amateur MMA in Nigeria. I have a bunch of questions for you. The first one is about development and growth. Can you tell us about the growth of amateur MMA in Nigeria over the past few years? What are the key factors that have contributed to its development? Okay, um, MMA is um, a sport that um, you know um, already spread around the world, and Nigeria has been involved. So it has really inspired a whole lot of um, Nigerian youths. You know, um, looking at the nature of um, our Nigerian fighters, uh, have a whole lot of. Uh, talent in combat sports uh, because of our history, you know, uh, getting involved in, uh, uh, we have a whole lot of warriors uh, because of our kind of, uh, we have the Dambi, the wrestling and all that. So, um, yeah, uh, we started every May um, 2014 officially. Um, uh, basically, I looked at, um, we have the Nigerian Olympics, which uh, is called the National Sports Festival. So, um, then I was also an athlete, you know, bad days, you know. So I went to that uh, uh, festival, and there's a compulsory three times or less the festival is open. But when you have completed your third time, you're not allowed to um, compete again. And um, so, uh, so when MMA came, you know, um, we saw MMA in other parts of the world, and we saw that it's an opportunity to give to those fighters because most of those fighters. We are already retiring before, um, you know, uh, their time, you know, and no uh, experience in combat comes with age too, you know. So um, it was a good one for us to embrace MMA and uh, begin to develop. Then uh, we saw that MMA, when the International Mixed Martial Arts Federation um, came out, uh, Augustine, you know, Austin uh, Willis, you know, so we saw that this is going to be another. Uh, Unifying sport, so uh, we immediately went to amateur list martial arts. That's 2014. So one of the major one of the major um, thing that inspired the amateur system and MMA in Nigeria is uh, fighters who were not who were doing well already. Uh, talking about uh, the Jokos, um, talking about um, 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 the uh, the poster boy, then before Kamarosman and Israel Adesanya. Anthony Jocko and uh, uh, the rest of them. Right on. In terms of grassroots involvement, how is the Nigerian Amateur Mixed Martial Arts Federation working towards increasing grassroots involvement in the sport? Are there any specific programs or initiatives in place? Because I, I follow you uh, on Instagram, of course, on social media, and I see all sorts of great videos, you know, training seminars and so on. So you guys are very active in in you know, developing the sport, training athletes, and so on. I'm curious to know, you know, if, if these are some, some like grassroots programs that you have in place or initiatives, if you could elaborate on those, please. Yeah, um, we, we've been working on the grassroots because, um, like I said, we have a whole lot of talent, a whole lot of fighters that want to make transition to MMA. And uh, we know that um, uh, for them to be able to excel, we need education. So uh, we have to take um, the, um, the training to um, different locations, grassroots, um, going to um, 
various uh, province and um, zones, like we have the 60 uh, geopolitical zones in Nigeria. Uh, also, uh, got involved um, because we know uh, that BJJ much MMA, bringing um, experts in BJJ and next part in MMA from America to come uh, train our guys. So when the um, the young ones when they saw uh, that you know we're doing the right thing, so uh, a lot of them got involved. So, but the next thing we, we know that um, the government, because of how Nigeria uh, system, the government needs to get involved. Because once the government gets involved, um, the states will be given the mandate to develop um, the sport, and which means that um, these athletes will be taken care of. Because you must, um, talking about development of any sport, you must look at the welfare of the athletes. So um, it was very important for us to. Um, get the recognition from the government. So as you have the various states um, you know, uh, going back to establish um, state associations and clubs, so which will now trickle down to um, 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 local governments, communities, so that they can have as, um, state teams. So um, following that uh, pattern, uh, we had to uh, meet up with the criteria that the government gave to us by establishing um, um, the sports in various states. First. So that was one of some of the videos you saw. We have to go down to different states, you know, uh, encouraging athletes, letting them know that this is MMA and they can really do it. And the turnout was massive. So, um, yeah, so the government gave us the approval. And I mean, it's really MMA has come to stay in Nigeria. Right on. Curious to know, in terms of uh, inclusion and diversity, and, and spe specifically women in MMA, uh, are there is the federation ensuring the participation of women in the sport of uh, mixed martial arts? Yeah, very well. Um, like I said before, we are, we are fully recognized. Even before we got the recognition from the government, we are fully recognized by the International Mixed Martial Arts Federation, which is the world governing body uh, for amateur mixed martial arts in the world. And um, the women uh, aspect is highly uh, uh, is, um, uh, is so important. So um, we have a committee which is being headed also uh, by um, uh, one of our top fighter. You know, um, she has been a police officer. So what I mean, if you look at what is happening in Nigeria, even the amateur, uh, the professional aspect, you see Nigerians recently seeing one of our female fighter um, in EFC. I just made a uh, meeting with uh, talking about Gillette Oka. So Gillette Oka um, um, is of Nigerian police. So we have a whole lot of uh, 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 women in MMA. Talking about sports in Nigeria, uh, women are doing very well. So um, we are taking that aspect as serious as because even in the Olympics, our first Olympic medal as a country was won by Chama Ajuma. Uh, that's uh, 1996. Uh, so it's a female uh, athlete. So our uh, women are really doing good. So we are very particular about it. They are really involved and we have special programs for them and we have the women committee in our federation. Very interesting. I, I want to transition to the topic of talent identification. Um, in, in terms of like, how do you go about identifying and nurturing talents in Nigeria? I know you kind of spoke of, about that earlier on in our interview, but uh, you know it's a big country. There's a lot of people. I believe it's the it's it's got the biggest population on the continent of Africa, Nigeria, right? Uh, how do you go about? What is that talent 
identification strategy. If you can elaborate on that, please. Okay, um, like I said, we, we go um, to uh, different uh, zones, um, bringing the training to the grassroots. Uh, we have um, partner with some of the promotions too, um, like uh, DFC Africa uh, had a program called uh, Training with the Champion, bringing those that already uh, have made a debut in the MMA and have started MMA, you know, going with them and coaches to um, um, to uh, local communities, local governments, you know, uh, with a particular date, then we'd like athletes to register to come over. Then after the training, we're able to identify one or two, three, four, five, as the case may be. Then uh, not just uh, identify them, nurturing is very important to us. And, you know, uh, we encourage them, we make sure we uh, assign a coach uh, that, uh, you know, work them out. And it has been really amazing. And, um, some of those athletes discovered in such programs are uh, one of the, uh, the top, some of the top tier fighters we have now in Nigeria. We are actually discovered through training with the champions and um, um, those grassroots programs. So we don't just train them, we, we also nurture them. Like the coming African Championship, we have talents that will be nurturing, and um, this is a very big opportunity for us to also expose them and try them out. Outstanding. What's what's uh, some of the feedback you've gotten from athletes and coaches and supporters of, of MMA? Have you gotten any feedback from them in regards to, you know, developing the sport uh, within the country? I didn't get that coming in. You want me to repeat the question? Yeah, yeah, please. Sure. Uh, what sort of feedback have you gotten from these athletes, these coaches uh, and supporters of the sport? What are they telling you is the is there a lot of excitement for MMA? Are people positive about it? Do they see, you know, lots of opportunities for competition? What What are they telling you in regards to the work you guys are doing? Yeah, uh, the work is for itself already. Like uh, those identified, and um, you know, we put them through the eyes of the cameras, and uh, they are well known. And now um, we MMA is supposed that. Like I said before, uh, Nigeria is a, a country that loves football. The football is huge here, but MMA is becoming another unifying sport in Nigeria. There's a whole lot of um, follow-up and there's a whole lot of uh, support coming from um, the fans, uh, coming from the media, coming from stakeholders, you know, and uh, that's really been encouraging. No wonder you see uh, what is happening now. We have a whole lot of even promotions popping up, you know, in, um, to ensure that uh, these guys have adequate competition, you know, to uh, enable them to sell. So we're having really uh, the feedback um, very uh, impressive and good. So uh, it's really nice. Outstanding. In terms of athlete support, and I think you've you've already mentioned this earlier on, but I'll ask you again if you don't mind. What sort of support structures are in place for the athletes? Uh, this could include training facilities, coaches nutrition and mental health resources. When, when you look at the development of, of a system uh, and, and ensuring that the athletes are developed uh, or have the opportunity to you know, enhance their overall uh, skills and so on, what sort of structures are in place for, for these athletes? Okay, uh, it's in line with what I said about um, nurturing these athletes. You know, one of the uh, basic um, um, aims is to ensure that uh, you know, these athletes are well uh, developed 
and doing that is through education. As mm. a federation, we make sure that um, you know MMA is a young sport, and most of those fighters, uh, fighters, some of them are coming from uh, different backgrounds, making transition to MMA. So uh, uh, the federation will, will organize programs, organize training, and you know, giving them coaches to make sure that they, they develop and uh, you know are well branded with required skill for MMA. I can see in the rest other part of the world, you can see that the, um, talking from a technical standpoint, you can see the enemy is not just striking, fighting. There's this uh, technical know-how. So the Federation, we have been doing that to make sure that those guys are well-trained and well-educated. Um, last um, four days, we had uh, anti-doping um, seminar um, for our fighters, kind of, um, you know, educating them because most of um, if, uh, fighters, they're not very much aware of what doping is. So, you know, we, we make sure that we give them the support to enable them, you know, grow and uh, become the champions that we want. Now, in terms of international partnership, you mentioned IMAF, International Mixed Martial Arts Federation. Can you talk to us about uh, how they've been supportive in, in assisting you guys in developing the sport in Nigeria? Yeah, IMF has been very, very supportive. Like I said, the major um, uh, ingredient that is needed to have the full development of any sport in any country is the government recognition. IMF gave us all the support because when you have the government recognition, stakeholders will come in the states. We have to establish associations and governments will, will have to get involved in making sure that they have their teams. So IMAP gave us real support. Um, see, even um, bring out um, uh, the demonstration in the National Sports Festival, which is the Nigeria Olympic. The uh, uh, IMAP president, Kerry Brown, had to come to Nigeria in person to um, physically, uh, you know, uh, as a special guest to, to foresee what um, um, that demonstration, the National Sports Festival, that was last year. And immediately after that demonstration, we got the recognition. So uh, IMAP has been supporting and also um, also uh, supporting the equipment um, that is needed too. So uh, we are really grateful to them and uh, that's really you know aided our, our growth. Um, like now Nigeria, we have the uh, Ministry Recognition and also the Nigerian Olympic Recognition. So it's a big one for us. And um, I mean uh, these are things that are needed for full grassroots development of any sports. It's very interesting to to note that. Uh, on social media, you guys are very active in promoting, uh, you know, MMA and, and all the work you're doing. I've, I've been following you, you guys and, and just, you know, I see all this great, all, I see all this great content and it's outstanding. I'm obviously interviewing you for the Combat Sports in Africa podcast, but I'm actually, I'm actually located in Ottawa, Canada, and I'm interviewing you and you're, you're of course in Nigeria. And my next question is about international representation and aspects of promotion. How does the Federation plan on promoting Nigerian fighters on the international stage and ensuring you're ready to compete at a higher level? I'm talking about that transition to the professional level because you mentioned, of course, that there's a bunch of uh, promotions now that are being set up all across the country. Uh, we, we know that because we, we see a lot of uh, activity as far as uh, MMA in Nigeria on the professional side and, and, and so on. So how do you guys plan on promoting it? Because we know that Nigeria has a great media landscape, you know, in terms of your movies and all that. So I'm sure in terms of sports journalism, how are you guys going to 
promote uh, your your athletes internationally? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we really um, are concerned about that because of the huge talent pool we have here, and um, um, you know, uh, just like I I talked about football, we have so many of Nigerians, you know, playing football outside, like I said. Uh, enemies is going to be another uh, big sport in Nigeria because of uh, the attention we're getting from the youth and um, their nature, how strong they are and all that. So basically what we're doing first, like I said, is education, giving them the necessary requirements and uh, knowing that most of these fighters coming from different backgrounds, giving them requires the requires skill that is needed in MMA is paramount. Then uh, we, we, we are partners with major stakeholders like uh, the press here in Nigeria and uh, like we talked about uh, movies and, you know, a whole lot of them are involved, people are interested. Because this is sports that um, has, um, that have gone mainstream and um, um, we all understand what that means. So, um, the Federation, we, we are very, are very much concerned about developing this athlete because we know in the very shortest um, time uh, they're going to be exported. There are a lot of people are coming to have them. So, but we want to make sure they are well grounded. And amateur system is what can actually give this uh, kind of development, the rapid development, apart from the professional aspect, because the amateur system, by the time you go to a national championship and you win a gold medal, that means you must have done up to four to five fights to get to the finals. And by the time you go to two national championships, that means you have done 10 fights. Three national championships, let's say 15 fights. So you can't compare such an athlete to an athlete that just... Um, you know, went to just two professional fights. So the skill level and the spirit can never be the same. So our major aim now is to make sure that these fighters are given the uh, opportunity to accept opportunity to uh, try their techniques. Like um, uh, we have a national champion program coming up 12 to 15 in a dose case. Um, uh, it's going to be a championship then 17th to 21st, uh, uh, 17th to 21st August. Is another national championship, open national championship, and the final trial for um, selection for African championship. So all these programs are to ensure that these fighters, you know, get required skill and required experience because we know in short of time they are going to be, um, you know, um, doing that world was key. That world was key. Very interesting. I want to go back to you. Spoke about uh, some of the initiatives in regards to educating athletes on uh you know anti-doping and 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 that sort of stuff which is very important uh obviously i want to talk about safety in general safety in combat sports as you know is, is paramount how does the federation ensure safety standards are help upheld during matches and training sessions if you could speak to us on uh, how important uh, it is to to communicate that to to the athletes but also stakeholders in general yeah, like I said, education is, um, is key to us now because um, education is not just for the athletes or mm -hmm. the officials, the referees must to be, uh, you know, be, um, uh, provided or guided by the rules and also be equipped with uh, um, the knowledge of uh, officiating MMA. Because mm -hmm. when you talk about the safety, the referee should know when to stop a fight, the referee should know when a fighter is unfit, the referee should know when a fighter is uh, off. So uh, we, we have been, if you follow us on streaming, you can see a lot of programs training that will be organizing for our referees, will be organizing for our officials to make sure that 
you know, because safety is, is paramount. And also, um, uh, we uh, we have like other promotions that are also coming up. We make them understand that the referees, the officials, the programs will be sanctioned by the federation because our primary aim or mandate given to us by the government is to regulate and to guarantee the safety of the sport in Nigeria. So uh, this is not what we're taking. We're not taking it lightly. We're not taking it. Um, uh, we're not. Um, we're not parochial about it. So uh, training of the referees, training of the um, uh, the athletes, education of the athletes, education of the referees is what at this stage we are looking at because we want to ensure that this sport is safe and uh, also certifying and um, um, functioning um, promotions, certifying referees. That find professional fighters, that find the cage, making sure that these things, as the cage is there to certify, to make sure it's safe. Because if we don't do these things, these are accidents waiting to happen, and which will also, you know, be, not be good for the name of the sport. So this is what we are doing. Mostly is for athletes, for promotion, for officials to see the link dedicated enemy. Very interesting. I, I'm curious to know from your experience and perspective, what are some of the unique challenges and opportunities in developing amateur MMA in, in Nigeria? What are, I guess, let's start with the, the unique challenges and then let's uh, segue to opportunities. Okay. Um, one of the major challenges we have, like I said, education. You see, most of those fighters, because, you know, MMA is sport that is born on social media. So they watch this fight, you know, they watch UFC, they watch um, Brave and FC and one championship. So most of these fighters, when they come, they just want to go, go to a professional. They just want to go fighting without having, you know, uh, having the required uh, skill set. And, you know, uh, so uh, <laughs> our major challenge is to play on the town. Look, yes, you might be a champion in judo, but this is MMA. You need mm. to know how to kick, you need to know how to kick safely, you need to know how to do this. So, you know, letting them understand this and convincing them that they need to go through this training and um, acquiring the necessary skill needed for MMA is a bit of a challenge for us, but we are able to convince them. I lot of them now understand because by the time they go to pro and uh, they, they, they are overpowered and they see that there's need for, I mean, judo card, there's a need for me to learn a bit of, a bit of striking. Or I'm a striker, that's a, a need for me to learn a bit of um, grappling. Like I said before, we brought Joan Owen from the United States of America, who uh, happens to be um, a champion, DJJ uh, uh, and MMA champion too. You know, um, he has been to Nigeria for like four times to train these fighters in BJJ. So this has been our challenge, uh, but now we are making it and they are really understanding what. Uh, but for the uh, uh, for Nigerians, Nigerians love the sport. You already know the sport. They have been following uh, champions like this player, Kamaru Usman. So already um, uh, the awareness is there. But talking about the fighters, just have fighters. I just want to go to pro straight without having knowledge of real fights. Even street fighters just want to go to do pro. I would say no. It's going to be dangerous to you. <laughs> it's right. not just what you think or what you see. For sure. Now, Ambassador Henry George, I have one last question for you. It's a two-part question. I really appreciate your time. I'd like to know, what is your vision for future of uh, amateur MMA in Nigeria? 
And what are some of the key goals that the Federation hopes to achieve in the next decade? Yes, we want to see um, MMA in Nigeria becoming another national sport. Uh, because already the um, Nigerians are really following this sport, Nigerians want the sport. So what we want to see is really develop, want Nigerians to know, like um, when you talk about football in Nigeria, they know we have six footballers, want Nigeria to be the mecca of MMA. Wow. Especially in Africa, yes. We want Nigeria to be the mecca. And, um, 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 it's really exciting to note um, uh, the turnout and um, how uh, people are, you know, concerned about the growth and uh, the support we are getting from the government. So, uh, aim is our dream. Uh, what I see that is most important to us is for us going to the Olympics, and we want to pick, want to be one of the first nations to pick gold medal in the Olympics once everybody goes to the Olympics. Outstanding. Now, are you guys? You guys will be sending uh, some competitors at, at the at the African Championship. Yeah, for sure. Yes, that's why we're having the national championship coming up um, 17th um, to 25th August to this um, this year. Okay. Well, I look forward to interviewing at least one or two of your of your competitors after the the African Championships, and maybe I'll get to interview you again if you're available. Thank you very much for your time. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Take care. Hope to see you in Angola. Yes, I'd love to come. Maybe maybe I'll see you there. <laughs>